0: Hello and welcome to According to John. Today we have a wonderful question, a great question that we're going to answer. And that's that all is, we do is good stuff, right? Go big or go home. I'm, I, go, I like going big. Amen. I'm all about <laughs> no it. No fear here. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean to have the fear of God? That is a great question. I was actually text this question by my niece who just got saved, by the way, oh, at Christmas time. praise the Lord so excited. She was at our house. She's like, uncle Johnny, can we talk? And I go, yeah, what do you want to talk about? She actually wanted to talk before she left. And we kind of got caught up in, in the whole visiting and everything. And, and then, she, uh, before they were leaving that morning, she goes, can we talk? Yeah, let's talk and sits down. And she's like, um, I thought I was saved, but I'm not. And we talked through it. And then she's right there on my couch in the living room. Man, she asked Jesus to be her Lord and Savior. I'm crying. She's crying. My wife's crying. Yeah. Everybody in the house Angels crying. Angels are celebrating. In Angels heaven. are singing. My my brother's crying. It was just, man, it was a it was a beautiful moment. Podcast ammunition. <laughs> I
1: Thank told you, her, Lord. I said, hey,
0: thanks for the question. This will be our, our podcast. So yeah. uh, I sent her the information, but then now she'll get to hear us talk about, yeah. about that oh praise the lord right how good is that She stuck with us for eternity for now. eternity <laughs> now i uh that's something to celebrate maybe <laughs> it's a great
1: question though it's a fantastic i remember one. asking that question myself
0: as a 17 h you know, okay, i viewed it as a negative fear god i thought god was love so that's exactly what she did uh as a matter of fact here was her question it was, uh, Hey, he's cheating. He's got his phone out here. Yeah. I got, I'm reading, I'm reading my phone. Uh, said he's not that, that smart. He's got to read it. <laughs> uh, said, uh, Hey, Uncle Johnny, can I ask you a question? Of course I said, absolutely. Uh, can you inform me on what exactly being God fearing means? Because people have asked me before, are you a God fearing Christian? But I don't really understand the question because why would we fear God? I just don't really understand that statement. Mm-hmm seeker's heart isn't it beautiful i love it oh my goodness man it is so 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 good hey i am your host john westfall this is my co-host pastor duke herget the duke meister brother if you will pray for us we will get started okay let's pray father we want to bring you honor and glory for worthy is the name
1: which is above every name thank you for john's niece for her pure heart now my little sister in jesus we pray You'll use her question to touch the hearts of hundreds, maybe thousands of people. Anoint us as we share your word. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Amen and amen. Okay, so what does it mean to have, uh, uh, to have the fear of, of God? And it's actually, there's a, is a twofold, well, it depends on who you are. Uh, is going to depend for the, for the unbeliever. The fear of God is the fear of judgment of God of eternal death, yep. which is, uh, you know, I know people are like, Oh God's never send anyone to hell. And you're right. He doesn't send anyone to hell. People go to hell on their own because they reject, deny,
1: they reject Christ and they hang on to their sin.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, so here's the thing. If, if I'm heading out West. And I say, someone's like, Hey, I need to go. I need to go out West. Can I ride with you? Sure. This is the, this is the, this is the way we're taken. Well, I don't want to take that. Well then stay here. I mean, (laughs) you know, like, like, I mean, and that's West, huh? Yeah. And that's what, yeah. (laughs) And that's what God says. God's like, Hey, Jesus is the only way to heaven. Well, I don't believe that. Well then stay here, Mm -hmm. go to the alternative and that's hell. People say, you think Jesus is the only way to
1: heaven? I only need one way to heaven. I took it and I'm happy. So yeah, all aboard. right. So, Jesus says, all aboard, whosoever will may come and drink of the water of life freely. So, I don't buy into the uh, arguments, I'm, even I, though I used to make those arguments myself. Right.
0: So, well, here's a I love the debate, so I don't mind the argument because it gives me somebody to debate. And then I just love winning the debate. <laughs> you don't win anything, John. It's Jesus. You cheat. You have the Holy
1: Spirit, you have the eternal word of God. Amen. It's, it's fun and to amen. be in a fray, isn't it? it You've wow. never run from a fray. <laughs> <laughs> I love that about you. <laughs> I just don't pick out the toughest guy to fight <laughs> in <the> oh,
0: fray. So <laughs> oh, right, and that seems to be my issue. Oh, I love you, man. I figured, look, like right, go, go bigger, go home. If I take out the biggest one, I don't worry about the rest. Yeah, and I'm, I'm there to back you <laughs> up. I'll take one of the wimp guys on the side, you know. Don't brag but, all the way home about l- how tough I was. Listen, <laughs> the wimp guy on the side could actually do more damage than the big guy because well, you don't see big. him stepping up. Yeah, we talk big too. Yeah, so take him out, man. <laughs> <laughs> so in Luke twelve five, Luke 12, 5 says, But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him, and of course him is is God or uh, um jesus fear him who after he has killed has power to cast into hell yes i say to you fear him and of course when you look it up um is man should fear god because god has the ability to not only kill the body but to kill the soul as well yep yep the first verse that comes to my mind uh you know i memorize scripture
1: as a new believer certain main verses on main topics and the first verse I memorized on that is from Proverbs 1:7. "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom." Yes, I'd always used uh, fear as a negative, but you know, really, fear is a
0: positive, especially in this front. Well, well, for the believer, it's a positive, mm-hmm. but for the I'm talking about the unbeliever right now. In Hebrews ten thirty one, says it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Mm-hmm. So, so. When we talk about fear for the unbeliever, and that's that's we're, we're going to get to the believer here in a second, but fear for the unbeliever is, listen, uh, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands uh, of a living God. And then in what I read in Luke 12, 5, uh, I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he is killed, has the power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you fear him. So for the unbeliever, this fear is, is a true thing and it's a it's a fear fear like be terribly afraid Mm -hmm. yeah i remember having that fear and it was a good thing just
1: as as i was approached with the gospel Mm -hmm. the good news that christ died was buried and rose again you think about the fact that christ died for us that's huge god gave his only begotten son he took the wrath for my sin Mm -hmm. and he and god loved his son uh but he also loved us that's why he sent his son and for us to to pretend that didn't happen for us to walk away from that Uh, after what the father gave, and we spurn his son, that's fearful. Yeah,
0: it is. You know, it makes me want to bow to him. Well, and and so as we go through this for the uh, uh, for the believer, the fear of God is way different than the yeah. non-believer or the unbeliever. Uh, and Hebrews twelve twenty eight through twenty nine says, therefore. Since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly Godly fear. fear. That godly fear is not, oh, terribly afraid, but it is a reverence. And then he goes into verse 29, for our God is a consuming fire. And so this reverence that we are to understand that God is a God of love and compassion. He's long suffering would have none to perish, but man, he's a God that can do anything he wishes. The
1: sovereign uh, potentate. How about that big word? There you go. Uh, of the universe, the King of all, of all Kings, a loving King, but he wants us to respond to his love. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we need to have the, this reverence and awe is what we need to have. Proverbs one, seven Proverbs one seven, and that's what you were talking about earlier, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And then of course I love how it goes on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. There's the there's the other side of that coin. We have an amazing yeah. amount of fools today. Yeah. Like none other.
1: I just remember, you know, you think of the fear of the Lord and the awe. I love that word you use, the awe. You know, people go into the world of nature. I was a hippie. I'm still kind of am a hippie a little bit. Not kind of you, are. <laughs> dude. You're stuck in the past. What are you talking about here? <laughs> Got my ponytail working in the back um Uh, by the way
0: your wife does not appreciate it i know she's beautiful but she's not near as cool as i am she's still got she's still got a couple oars in the water she's beautiful but she ain't cool (laughs) i'm telling her you said that
1: she's heard it before (laughs) she'll reject it again but you know, in the world, there's an awe that people have when they see the Grand Canyon. Right. There's an awe they see when the sun rises and sets. That's a great point. And there's just there's just an awe of this God. And then this God, who created all this beauty and it's just awesome. The stars. The He also wrote a book. He also sent his son. And when all that hits you, that that's even greater awe because yeah. that's not just a display of awe. That's a display. Of 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 love. That's a display of His affection for us at a personal level, level inviting us to have a relationship with Him. That is has me awestruck, and I received that Christ uh, almost fifty years ago, and I'm still. And more the more I learn, the more I'm in awe. You know,
0: and it's so funny because so let's see, two years ago. Sherry and I circled the United States on the motorcycle. Yeah, I was a little jealous of it was that. A great, it was a great trip. Just confessing, I was so. <laughs> well, we went to we went to all the state parks, all of them. Bryce Canyon. If you've never been to Bryce Canyon, B R Y C E, you need to look. It is stunning. Yeah. And uh, so as we're going though, we're seeing you know Yellowstone and Bryce Canyon, and I mean just Zion. I mean, you name all the canyons, all the uh, parks. Did hit Glacier. We hit Glacier. Oh man. So as we go through all these parks, uh, the Grand Tetons Mm -hmm. and and all of that, right? It's in awe. And my wife and I both were like, oh, my goodness, man. God has done the amazing things of God. The most amazing ever, 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 ever thing that we've ever, and that's not proper English, but it's okay. I understand. The most amazing thing that we have ever seen. My wife and I both completely agree with this. Is we were in, um, uh, we were about eighty-five miles west of Death Valley, and so we were out in the desert. I mean, we were out in the desert. I've been there. As a matter of fact, we camped. We had to go eight miles off the main road into the desert to camp, and so there was no lights. There were there was no pollutants whatsoever, and you saw the stars. Okay. So when the Bible taught, there were the stars were in such multitude that if you took a pencil, a sharpened pencil, and you tried to point in the sky and put it in a place where there was no star, you couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. The stars were amazing. We were like, we were like five year olds doing this. <laughs> right? We were in awe of it. We're yeah. just and so as 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 literally as children, God's children, how mm-hmm. appropriate is that yeah. were sitting on the um Uh, We're sitting on the picnic table, just staring into the sky like two little five-year-olds in awe of what God has done. We go to the Grand Canyon. We're in awe of what God has done. And so when you talk about all these things that God has given us and we see the beauty of we're in awe of what God has done. It's absolutely phenomenal.
1: And that's an awe that is exhilarating. It's a it's an uplift. Yeah, it's not like oh no, I'm in awe. I'm scared. And no, that
0: is the awe or the fear that yeah, we should have yeah. for God as believers. And it's a drawing. It's like you sit, you
1: want more. It's yes. like I I'm, I stand amazed in the presence. Uh, it, it's just it's just a fantastic thing.
0: Yeah, and until we understand who God is, we're never going to have this wisdom that Proverbs one seven speaks about, and we'll also. I don't believe that we will ever truly love God. Yeah. If we're not in awe of what he has done, and I, would we really
1: love him like the, we should? The heavens declare the glory of God holds us in awe, and then that awe leads to affection. Mm. It, uh, and that affection is worship, and it's all yeah. integrated into this thing, and it's just kind of the many facets of, of mm-hmm. the fear of the Lord. It's the beginning of wisdom. It just brings our hearts to him in
0: awe. So Deuteronomy ten twelve, 12, uh, and, and, and this talks about how true wisdom comes only from understanding who God is and that he is holy and he is just and that he is righteous.
1: Yes. I like how you're taking us from the New Testament back to the Old Testament. And we'll go yeah, back A lot of times forward. people will think, well, that's yeah. just in the New Testament. No, no, it's just the
0: word of God. It's both. And in, in, well, here's the thing, God. You know, we we did uh, we did a podcast on two gods in the Bible. Remember that one? And because people were like, "Oh, the God of the Old Testament is different than the God of the New Testament." No, it's not. Uh, same God. It's just that He deals with man in different aspects or different ways. And so when we go back into Deuteronomy ten twelve, it says, "And now Israel." What does the Lord your God require of, require of you but to fear the Lord your God? Now, now, listen, he doesn't want Israel to be afraid of him. I mean, he's shown his love and his compassion. And he's delivered them how many times? I mean, right? No. And then he says, uh, but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. That's what God says. That's that's fear of God is to serve, to love, to honor Him. It's a fear
1: with a wake up, a definite wake up call along the way. I remember growing up, I thought my dad was like the stupidest man ever right. in the whole world. You know, <laughs> when I was sixteen, but by the time I was twenty one, it's amazing how he had wised up so much yeah. in those past five years. Just short period of time, he got so smart. Yeah, actually, it's not me. The author of that thought it was from Mark Twain. He said, "When a child turns fourteen, put him in a barrel, feeding through a hole." when he turned 16, sealed up the hole. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been best for me.
0: That's great wisdom. (laughs) 16 years
1: old. I knew everything, man. (laughs) Uh, It's amazing
0: how parents go really stupid when a kid hits about, uh, 13, 14, 15, 16, and they don't realize that mom and dad actually know something until they hit about 20, 21. But then there's that aha moment that, that, that adulting moment. And, uh,
1: that's how it is in the spirit walk, you know, fear of the Lord. And, all that. and there was a fear of judgment. I, I, I believed there was a place called hell. Didn't know the scriptures on it, but, uh, I just seemed if there's a heaven and right. I always believe that there must be a hell. If there's an up, there's a down, and, right? If there's a
0: good, there's a bad, yeah, yeah. right? I mean, you would think, um, and, and Rob Bell, man, somebody needs to, somebody needs to eliminate that dude's thought process. He well God's never going to send anyone to hell. There's no such thing as hell. We live hell here on earth. Well that's completely contrary to the word of God. Yeah. Yeah.
1: People try completely. to get rid of it. It doesn't doesn't get rid of it. But that I right. remember having that fear which was a great thing because at that up till that fear I was bound by fear of man. Mm-hmm. I didn't want my friends to think I'm not cool, man. And I was I was bound by the fear of man. I was fearful of the future.
0: How about the fear of the unknown? Oh
1: yeah, huge. Now huge. you want to in control because you're fearf- fearful. You have you're no not. clue
0: what to do, how to go. Now, look, I read the scriptures and I'm going. As a matter of fact, it's so funny. My my brother in law and I we are having a discussion on Facebook, and and um, sometimes they're not always the best, and I hate it. And then sometimes we have some really good conversations, but on that. Uh, it was, uh, we were, we were having a discussion and I posted, I said, listen, man, um, we, we, we see, I look at things through the lens of scripture. You look at things through the lens of people. And so, um, uh, we're never really going to see the same things.
1: Yeah, biblical worldview, which I didn't have mm-hmm. in my growing up days, Right, and uh, the secular worldview, which I abandoned. Because yeah. the secular wor- worldview wasn't giving me peace, joy, was what? making me into more of a perverted, messed up, uh, angry, selfish person. Well,
0: because because today it's right, tomorrow it's wrong, and then the next day it's right yeah. again. Everything and
1: you, is relative, man. It's all
0: relative. There's there no is truth. no
1: absolute truth, and we're absolutely sure about that. Yeah, <laughs> but if
0: I punch you in the face, I guarantee you absolute truth says it's going to hurt. <laughs> I guarantee it. And and so, you know, for me, I, I read Scripture. Dude, there's some scary stuff in Scripture. There but is. at least I know what's coming. But there's scary
1: stuff in the hospital. There's scary stuff out on the highways. There's yeah, at least but, everywhere
0: but, in life. But I want to know what's happening, and the Bible tells us what's happening. Yeah. So when it comes here, uh, Deuteronomy 10, 12 God says, here's what, here's how I want you, uh, but to fear the Lord your God, walk in his ways, love him, serve him uh, with all your heart, mind, and soul. And then in Deuteronomy 10, 20 through 21, it says, you shall fear the Lord your God. Okay, so you shall fear him. Now, what does that look like? And And I love this because Um, He's talking to the Israelites, very specific here. You shall serve him. To him you shall hold fast and take oaths in his name. He is your praise. He is your God who has done for you these great and awesome things which your eyes have seen. So, you know, people are like, oh, he's a narcissistic God. No, he's not. He says, look, look at all the great things that you've watched me do. And you need to praise me for that because the truth is, if I didn't deliver you, you would still be bondage and you would still be condemned yeah he's providing their protection he's giving provision he's given direction
1: yes they're completely safe against their enemies by that simple awe and worship and the fear of god
0: and and he even says look look in 21 uh, who has done for you listen he is your praise and he is your God who has done for you very personal mm-hmm. who has done for you these great and awesome things which you are an eyewitness to yeah yeah God is love man yeah <laughs> and look when he says great and awesome these aren't bad things he's done to them these are he's Damn. delivered them parted waters manna from
1: heaven yeah. Uh, yeah. took down their enemies provided yeah. every need
0: yeah. dude their sandals never wore out yeah, yeah the women were a little disappointed <laughs> <in that. laughs> the, women, the, the women are like Dag on it man i gotta wear these same sandals for 40 years the guys are grooving <laughs> i get like, to wear these for 40 years dude isn't this cool i never have to change them again yay i don't even have to wash my feet
1: a lot of humor in the scripture
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess it depends on if do you like new shoes or not? <laughs> Me, personally, I think once they're broken and they're comfortable, praise God. Yeah, hallelujah. But the fear of the I Lord have, is this- Check this out. I have a pair of, uh, you know, casual lay around the house pants. They're not, they're just, they're just pull on. They're not jogging pants. They're just like legit lay around the house, comfortable pants. At Christmas time, I've had them for uh, years now, and so at Christmas time, it was pointed out to me that I have a hole wearing.
1: (laughs) You never noticed it, did you, John? Because it's
0: on the right butt cheek, (laughs) not not the left, not the center, the right. And I'm thinking, how in the world did this happen on the right? So my wife's like, "Uh, "Hey, babe, your your pants. Well, uh, babe, there's a hole in them." And I'm like, "Well, praise God, they're showing some wear. (laughs) 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 They're finally comfortable." And I know I should get rid of them. but 38
1: she, years old, and they just got two more years to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I told my wife, I said, I wear colored underwear, so nobody will ever know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Too much, I, I know. was ready to
1: drag a, a Bible verse into this. I'm going go, to read it. Go ready? ahead, go ahead. Oh, I, I can't quote. He, he knows where they're at. I just quote them, you know. That's what old hippies do. We just quote script. Where's that at? It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. But uh, the fear of the Lord is to depart iniquity. To, to mm. turn away from sin. Yes. And uh, I remember those aha moments that, you know, sin was ruin, ruining me and uh, hurting me and hurting others through me. And uh, when I began to fear the Lord, I could see my sin is is a real negative yeah and i was through that that fear of the lord was also a deliverance from that sin it kind of broke sin's grip on me or my grip on sin Mm -hmm. and 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 set me free you know the truth the truth shall set you free and and so i always viewed it you know initially as a negative the fear of god and in reality it is an absolute fabulous personal liberating good thing
0: well because it's absolutely the basis for our walking in his ways it is, it is the absolute crux that is the foundation if we're going to walk in his ways and we're going to serve and love him.
1: And I remember growing up experiencing this. Uh, we didn't have a Christian home, but I did have a dad who was present. He had a lot of issues, but he loved me. He worked right. hard and he was kind of old school. And I, I feared my dad. I never one time talked back to my dad. And his dad, my grandpa, I
0: never even thought back to him. <laughs> He's born in Hungary, man. You know, he would wear you yeah, out. He would absolutely. Listen, Those my ones. my mom, my mom was the same way. So I remember a time when my my, so my dad left when I was three, four years old, and my, you know, we lived with my mom and and. Um, And so one day the phone rings and my brother goes in and answers it. And we're sitting out on the front porch because, you know, back in the day, that's what we did. We sat on the back porch or on the front porch and my mom's sitting there and I'm, I'm there. And my brother was sitting on the porch and he goes and he answers the phone. Well, when he answers the phone, whoever was hung up, but you're also talking, we're going back, uh, dude, I was what, seven years old. So you're going back 40 years ago. And so, Back in the days of people calling you didn't even know who it was. And you had no clue. You <laughs> answered it unknowingly who it was. <clears throat> and so he answers the phone and whoever it was hangs up. My brother, <laughs> my brother goes my brother goes, Hello, hello, hello. And then he calls them some obscenities. <clears throat> well, my bro- my mother, dude, so she was a heavy set woman but that day I realized that she was very agile. <laughs> <laughs> she goes after him. She come up off of the chair through, uh, from the front porch into the front uh, door. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I'm watching it. My brother hears her coming cause she, she stomped really hard <laughs> and, and my brother t- <laughs> like it was yesterday. My brother turned, seen my mother come through the door, immediately rolled up into the fetal position oh, on the goodness. floor. He knew it was coming. He's going, I'm sorry. I'm she didn't sorry. disappoint him, I bet. She didn't disappoint him. She had these wooden spoons and she would wear you out, yep. man. Character development. Yeah, and so I'm guessing your grandfather was the same way. (laughs) He was the same way. My dad was the same way. But you know what? Because
1: we had that fear, I can only remember maybe twice, really can only remember about twice when he had to take action. But just knowing that that action was waiting. It brought me into a subjection to Him, yes. and He wanted what was best for me. He wanted me to be responsible yeah. when He asked me to do something to mow the yard that He expected it to be done. It was all tied to relationship. It was all right. tied to love. I didn't get it at first. Right. I didn't exactly like it, but you got to You know, God's that way. He's 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 holy, and He He doesn't ask our permission uh, to to be who He is. He's the Father, and we're the children. And uh, my dad knew the difference. He, yeah. he was called to be my dad, not my friend. Right. Well, what was really cool is in the end, we became really, really good friends. Well, and at I'm that point, you were that. both men.
0: Yeah. So there's a difference because the relationship grows deeper, stronger. Yeah. And um, uh, what I love is Hebrews 12, 5 through 11. And I'm glad you, you brought it up on parents because... That's what uh, Hebrews 12 talks about. Now, the biblical fear of God for the believer includes understanding that God hates sin. And then, like you said, there's a reverence to say, listen, if God hates that or if my parents hate that, then I don't want to do that which offends them. And so there's that that fear, that reverence. Well, Hebrews 12, 5 describes God's discipline of the believer because that's that relationship that we're talking about. And so in fi, uh, 12, 5 uh 12:5 Hebrews 12:5 says and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons or children of God if you will my son do not despise the chastening of the lord nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him for whom the lord loves he chastens and that's what people don't understand is listen when when god deals with un- unbelievers they're his enemy and he destroys his enemies but when he deals with his son or his child his daughter then the one that the lord loves he chastens so he says in in 6 uh, or i'm sorry 5 my son do not be dis- do not despise the chastening of the lord nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him for whom the lord loves he chastens and scourges every son whom he receives if you endure chastening god deals with you as with sons for what son is there whom a father does not chasten. But if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us, and we paid them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the father of spirits and live? For they indeed for a few days chastened us, seemed best to them, but he for our profit that we may be partakers of his holiness. Verse 11. Now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees. And it goes on. And so what we see here in, uh, in Hebrews is that Man, if God disciplines us, it's because he loves us.
1: Yeah, yeah. This is in my face. Every day uh earlier this year we moved down to a, a thousand square foot uh basement apartment and had my son, his three kids move in updoors. I have a four year old and a two-year-old granddaughter. And let me tell you, every morning, they never learn to walk. They just run. Boom, 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 up above us. And we love it. We love it. We love it. And it is like game on all day long. It is correction. It is instruction. (laughs) Stop it. Don't touch that. Don't do that. I told you not to do that. Am I going to have to take you upstairs or you need a timeout? I'm thinking timeout. We didn't have timeouts back in my day, but I guess
0: things have changed. But it's just a constant. Yeah, you know what the timeout for us was? To get a new paddle or a new wooden spoon because my mother broke her a loud clout to the <laughs> snout, my dad would say.
1: And it usually wasn't necessary. It was just the, the command. Well, my kids haven't wow. learned that. My grandkids haven't learned that yet. So it's four-year-old, two-year-old. Beautiful little children, but it's just game on. They just love to fight one right. another. And they instigate, and you that's never funny. know who started it. <laughs> it could be either or. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't it's, matter. It's game oh, on. But so you funny. know what? There's Mama, and there's Daddy, 24-7, Yeah, right there, on target, uh, just correcting them Mm. just moment by moment but that's what
0: we need and that's work of the holy spirit in us and that's that's what god and that's what god says and even though uh god corrects us in love you know honestly it's it's still a fearful thing. I mean, uh, for whom the Lord loves, he chases and scourges every son whom he receives, but I'm telling you, it's not a fear. Listen, those children don't fear mom and dad that are, you hear running around and they're yelling at them and your children didn't fear you and my children didn't fear me. Uh, now I, did I, did I get their attention? Oh, absolutely. I promise you, my children knew that when I said it, I didn't have to say it twice. And if I had to say it twice, it was over. <laughs> yeah, You know, God
1: illustrates this, uh, how he does the discipline, how he communicates with his children. Uh, when Moses goes up on the mountain to get the Ten Commandments, those are going to be the instructions, along with the Levitical law, with all the other uh, precise things. So, number one, God got their attention. The mountain's on fire, the earth is quaking, and the nation's trembling. He, number one, he got their attention. Then number two, he very clearly spoke what he expected, the Ten Commandments written by the hand of God in stone. Number one, he got their attention. Number two, he spoke very, very clearly. Number three, he gave them a warning. He sent the prophets, if you please. And, uh, okay, you you messed up. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you again. I think that's, as a parenting, that's how I modeled it. I'd look at my kids. I was giving grace. Look, I think we had a talk about this, right? Yeah, right. tell yeah. me what you just did. And they would tell me what they did. And I say, what did Dad say about that? Well, oh, you said this. I said, okay, I love you so much. I'm going to give you grace right now. But the next time you do it, right. see, that's God's warning. That's the mm-hmm. prophet.
0: Mm-hmm. And then God kept his word. So you talk about that with children. Uh, we were living in Missouri at the time, and Tori, my youngest, she was, I don't know, probably five at the time, maybe four or five and she might've been five. And so she got in trouble. I said, go to your room. I'll be there in a minute. So I get to the room. She's in tears. And she's like, dad, can, can I ask you something? And I go, yes, yeah, sweetie, what? She said, will you give me what Jesus gave me? Oh. I was like, Oh <sighs> yeah. sweetie, you know what? I'm going to give you grace and mercy and you will not get a spanking today, but, but don't ask for it again. Cause it won't happen. Mm-hmm. I gave her a big hug, yeah. loved on her and it was over. You yeah. We see this are learning moments. The
1: purpose is, and so we have opportunity to paddle them.
0: No, because the, you don't want to do that. No, you want them to learn. No, and
1: I, I had so seldom did that with my. Children. I was
0: so blown away that my daughter at that age yeah, was yeah, like she, she, she and look look like in her brain. She's going How can yeah. like how can I get out of the spanking? And then it worked. <laughs> she's dragging scriptures in on this man. <laughs> it worked. She, she how got how to, out she of. She to it. work
1: her way. Work oh her daddy. my goodness! She right, daddy wrapped around her little finger. Yeah, it's so uh so funny. But see, th- this is the purpose. Personal side of it, yeah. This is what God intends. This is not theological rocket
0: science. This is everyday yeah. life and it's relationship. and And the truth is that when we respect that relationship, you know, uh, listen, my daughter knew she was guilty. Uh, she also knew that Jesus forgives sin yep. at that young age, and and she. Treated the relationship not in a disrespectful manner by asking what she asked, but mm-hmm. that you know, listen, will you extend the grace to me uh, that uh, even though I don't deserve it, will you yeah. extend it? That was a huge teaching moment. Hey man, we I hugged all her all these we, years
1: later. You, you'll never forget it. Never forget it. Yeah, yeah, sacred moments.
0: Um, but and and you know the thing is, we don't have just like with God, uh, believers, uh, we're. We don't need to be afraid of God. Uh, my my daughter wasn't afraid of me. She just mm-hmm. didn't want the spanking. Yeah. You know, know, it's
1: interesting, uh, the different children, how they respond differently. And uh, whether I had three kids that we raised and now uh, we're helping with some grandkids. It's so, such a joy. Yeah, I see uh, that. When you talk
0: about it, your <laughs> smile gets big.
1: We have a clue what's going on now. And we're not the final authority on all these things now. But... You know, God's children, we all have different ways of learning. And uh, I, my oldest daughter just never broke our trust. And the reason she said she didn't is because she didn't like to get paddled. Mm. And she learned, if I don't break your trust, I never get paddled. Right. And her her sister... <laughs> Her younger sister, she, she was different. She'd she say, eh, "It only hurts this much for this long, and I,
0: I, I can live with it." Yeah, I, I'll
1: take I'll take the, I'll take the rap here because I just can't wait to talk to my friend uh, from eleven o'clock at night till one in the morning when I'm twelve years old on the phone. How and Dad funny. would get up to go potty and trip over the cord. You know, with a forty foot cord because at the time
0: there. <laughs> There was no wireless at that time. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so she would take she'd take the penalty. But That's everybody's so different. And, you know, I'm sit, we're sitting here talking about those sacred moments when our kids got it. Right. And we brought and it, and we connected. And, you know, Grace and Daddy, I better obey him. But, man, he loves me. I got him wrapped mm-hmm. around my little finger. And and that, that whole relationship thing is just growing. And, you know, God looks down at us as kids. And he can look down and say, yeah, Duke was a <laughs> strong-willed kid. Yeah, but, boy, uh, I remember when uh, – he, he bowed to me mm-hmm. and he, he got it. He realized all
0: my rules. I say all the rules are love rules. And th- well, and that's the thing. I think, I think people were like, oh, we need to be afraid of, of big God be afraid of God. And, and the reality is if you're his child, no, you don't have to be afraid of him. Now, now you need to understand just like my girls understood. Uh, so we had this thing in the house. They, they would say, dad, can, can I get a phone? No. Well, all my friends have phones. Well, that's why you don't need one. You borrow theirs. (laughs) You know, and uh, if you need to call me from school, use theirs. And then finally one day they were like 12 and 13. And I said, "Um, here's the deal. You're not going to get a phone until you're 16 when you have your driver's license and you need one. If you ask me one more time, you won't get a phone until you're 18 on your own, out of the house, with a job, and you buy it yourself. Do, do we have it clear? One more time, and you just extended this.
1: See, that's what God did on the thing. He, he put it in stone. This is it, and he gave a warning. That's yep. exactly
0: what you it's did. exactly what happened. Yeah. You know, and, and it doesn't mean that God didn't love, and it doesn't mean I didn't love my children. What it meant was uh, we're not going to have this discussion again. My word is final, and you will respect that, or you will pay the price. And you know what we never talked about again until they were 16? Yeah. A yeah. phone. The problem's usually not with the children. That is a true. <laughs>
1: say that again. <laughs> problem's not usually with the children. Exactly. I, I joke around, but it's it's really not funny. But I I say uh, you know I've not I pastor in the suburban area of of Albany, and uh, I've found very few suburban parents that will disobey their children. <laughs> mm-hmm
0: think about people that. will visit
1: the church i'll have a couple of little kids i kind of ignore mom and dad and i get down on my knee and i'll goof around with the kids and tell them how awesome they are and try to trick them and just have little ways to connect with kids and they love it and on the way home the parents are talking about you know well that was a new church and what did you think about it and kids are like oh, i loved it <laughs> okay
0: we're going back to that church mm-hmm. the the seven-year-old uh, made the decision think about it so <clears throat> we have kids In church as well. And and one of the things that drives me crazy is in the middle of the service, they'll get up and run to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So from the pulpit, I say, mom, dad, your children are not to get up and go to the bathroom. Kids go to the bathroom before service. And then those who would regularly do this, I would go to them individually. Mm -hmm. And I say, you know what? You guys are awesome and you rock, but you disrupt the service. And i tell them it's not good and i really need you to set go to the bathroom before service and then set through it and don't get up don't talk will you do that for me and they're like yeah and you know what They they do yeah and mom and dad's like how do you get them to do that well because they know pastor means what he says and they know mom and dad usually don't. And pastor loves me, but he'll keep his word. <laughs> exactly. So uh, when you say that uh, with parents, you're right. That's the problem with with the children today is not the children, it's the parents. Yeah. Parents are fearful.
1: Uh, and uh, when the parents are fearful, uh, then the children will not be fearful. Right. And the, when the children are not fearful, they're not going to learn. And uh, yeah. the, the biblical order of the home is disrupted. And those children don't have the respect Well, and, and the And the parents.
0: fearful, just for clarity, you're talking because authorities outside the home threaten the parent inside yeah, the home yeah. if they actually be a parent. My, uh, my daughters came home from school one day, and they're like, hey, Dad, you know what they talked about today in school? And I go, no, what did they talk about? Uh, they told us that if, you, uh, if, if parents uh, uh, spank us or we feel threatened or we feel uncomfortable, we're supposed to call the police on our parents. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Really? And they said, dad, what would you do if we called the police? I said, I'd pick up where I left off when I got out of jail. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I would, because, and I told him, and here's why, here's why I would pick up where I left off. If I was spanking you and you called the police and the police came and arrested me and took me to jail. When I got back, I would start all over again. And here's why, because I am not willing to lose my children to the system or anybody else. Yeah.
1: Yeah, And it's uh a, that's a reality that p- parents face today.
0: It's yeah. it's uh Yeah. And and I know people are like, Oh, you wouldn't do that. I go to jail in a heartbeat for my children. You know, one time I was in a <laughs> restaurant, uh my kids were
1: probably 13, eh, thirteen, eleven and uh five. And they were well behaved. They my kids turned out way better than I deserved. They were just they were great Amen, kids. And right and they participate, they speak, uh, they order their own food and, and so anyway it was just just a normal day out for us. And some older lady came up to us, and uh, she said, oh, I was just watching your family. Your children are so well-behaved. And she was praising us, and uh, I was like, she said, how do you, what do you attribute this to? And I said, I'm, I'm old school, you know. I said, I, I'm old school, you know. Spare the rod, uh, spare uh, spoil the child. And she freaked out on me, <laughs> telling me off right in front of my kids, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I said, well, by the fruits you shall know them. And like I said, my kids were not beaten, you know, right. but we did have a— a board of education <laughs> seat of understanding that it was above the refrigerator and all I had to most of the time that's do funny. is just
0: look up above the refrigerator. And that's mm-hmm. like all it took. Like, oh no, dad's looking up there. <laughs> they, they would well, de- that's edge. like, yeah, that's like with my girls, they'd ask a question. They'd do something and I would tell them once. And then if it proceeded, I would look at them and go, really, I need mm-hmm. to say this twice. And it stopped yeah. immediately because they understood dad, hit his wall we're not this is it we're done and uh and that's what people don't understand is listen your kids will take advantage of everything that you allow them to run with and parent if you don't stand strong they're they're not gonna they're not gonna fear you like we're to fear god and that's with reverence and love and respect and and honor
1: you know this is uh kind of blends into parenting, you know, because God is our father and he disciplines us. And, and he dis- tells us. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's right there in the word of God. I, I remember with uh, my children, I, they would like, uh, especially my second born, she would test me. I'm, I'm, I'm the pastor. I'm up in the pulpit and she could get out there and act up. And it was kind of embarrassing for me to uh, be the, the pastor and not have my children in subjection, yeah, just a little things, just yeah, whispering. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't any kind of any big drunkenness or anything like right, that. Right. They're just children. And so I couldn't just yell at her in public. So I, I learned to do the opposite. Instead, instead of yelling at my children, I would talk really soft, <laughs> and uh, I would kind of get this voice and say, uh, "Rachel, <laughs> do we have a problem here?" No, no, no Dad, we don't have a problem. Uh-huh. I said, "I didn't think so." Yeah. And you could, because they knew I would keep my word, and they knew I loved them. Yeah. And, and so I didn't have to scream. I didn't have to yell, my kids have never heard me cuss because by the grace of God, it's one of the great victories. I got things I struggle with, believe me, but he he cleaned up, I've not said a bad word. I've not said a cuss word since uh, I got saved as a total miracle. My kids, my wife has never heard a foul word come out of my mouth. And I'm like, oh, but the, God's grace to finish out on victory on that front. And like I say, I have other struggles, that, <laughs> but that's been victory. But I learned to control the narrative. And so that was what God wants to do. The right. fear of the Lord is control right. the narrative right. of our life, because when he's in control of our narrative, our narrative is awesome. Right.
0: Well, and that that's one of the things that uh, I want to read this passage, Romans 8, 38 and 39, we t- we talk about there's discipline, and God says that he'll discipline us, and God says, you know, fear, fear the one, right, who can destroy the flesh, fear me. Um, but then on the flip of that is it's not because God wants us to be afraid of him and that we walk in fear because, uh, listen, someone that if you fear me, you don't love me. I mean, let's, let's just be honest. There's no love where, there fear, where, where fear abounds. Love doesn't. Right. And, and so we understand the love. And then in, in Romans 8, 38 and 39, we have this promise that nothing can separate us from the love of God nothing can separate us from the love of god so so to understand the fear is this honor and awe and reverence because of the god who has done amazing and great things for us and then we find in romans eight thirty eight and 39 that yeah he'll discipline us yes his discipline can be harsh man let I me mean, let's be honest but so can parents. according to the crime absolutely and he can extend the grace and let it go uh like i did with my child when she said can you give us what jesus gave us because she already got it mm-hmm. if she hadn't got it then you'd have to give it i have to exactly and so uh in romans eight, thirty eight 39 it says for i am persuaded persuaded that means i am absolutely convinced beyond a shadow of a doubt in your heart you got it in your heart I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so there is nothing in existence or nothing that could be in existence that could separate us from the love of God.
1: Yeah, the fear
0: uh, and love, there's a connection. It's absolute, connection. and it's a it's
1: a sacred connection. And when you get it, you got it, and uh, it's not a confusing thing. Right. It was only confusing when I was setting myself up as God's judge. Right. But when I let God judge me, it's like, oh my goodness, you're a good. You're a righteous judge. You're a good judge. Everything, all of your judgments, really are sort of for me. When you confront me, it's love. When you stop, but not me my even path, not
0: even sorta. Yeah, not they, even sort of. right. They are for us. Yeah. You know, God has, listen, God has our best interest at hand. As a matter of fact, he said, listen, you know, when, when they were asking for everything, God says, listen, I gave you a life so you can enjoy all things.
1: I like to think of it this way. There's a door that says fear, fear God. And so you go through that door and then you look on the backside of the same door and it's security, mm-hmm. it's peace, it's provision, it's protection and it's the
0: same door it's the same door and and uh, i love this promise that he gives us in hebrews that he'll never leave us nor forsake us hebrews 13:5 and it says let your conduct be without covetousness be content with such things as you have for he himself has said i will never leave you nor forsake you mm-hmm. And it even goes on, if you want to read in 6, he says, So we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? And we clearly see the difference in the fear is, I will not fear. I will not be afraid. I will not be terrified. Whereas in the other one, God says, Fear me. It is to reverence him. There's
1: a confrontational fear up front. And then out back, it turns into reverence and uh, security. and, uh, And a security a tremendous security to yep. fear the Lord, to depart from evil, and to just kind of fall into His everlasting arms. And
0: uh well, uh, even if you go back and read in Malachi, where Malachi, uh, where God says, "Hey, listen, if you if you do what I've asked you to do, I'll open up windows of heaven and pour out blessing on you. You won't even be able to receive all of it, man. I I will not only that, not only why, not only why bless you with things, but I'll rebuke your devourer." Mhm. Yeah, amen. I love it. I love that, yeah. right? I uh, and and the truth be told, hey man, I'm all about God give me the things, right? because any uh, every good and perfect gift comes from God above. So I'm all about the gifts. That's awesome, right? But if I had one choice between the gifts that God could give me or him rebuking my devourer, I will take him rebuking the devourer. Yeah. He's got our back. He's got our He's back. He's got our front. Well, if Cut you our sides if whether you look, I flee from thy spirit. Look in Ephesians. Yeah. All the armor that we have, nothing for our back. Yeah.
1: Onward, Christian soldier. It's onward
0: Marching as to war. Because I have your back. Yeah. And so, what this is the the love of God we're talking about, he'll never leave us, he'll never forsake us. Um he is our helper, he is everything that we need in the time that we need it. And and so to understand what is the fear of God? It is the absolute reverence and and acceptance of His holiness and that He loves us, and the absolute uh uh our all in all awe for God. How about a bottom line denominator here? when God talks, listen listen yeah, fearing God means having such a reverence for Him that it has a great impact on the way that we live and the way we Uh, uh, talk about him, the way we treat him and the way we uh, live him out in front of others. And so the fear of God is respecting him, obeying him, submitting to his discipline and worship, worshiping him in awe. And the results will be awesome. The results will be amazing. So I hope that this has helped you. I hope that you understand the fear of the Lord is not, Oh, I'm terrified. I'm afraid of God. If you're an unbeliever, it is. But if you're a child of his, if you're a believer, then the fear of the Lord is looking up at the sky, seeing all the stars, and your mouth hang open like a five-year-old. Yeah, and you read the Word of
1: God, and it's awe there, and then you see the Son of God dying upon the cross for our sins. It's just awe, awe,
0: awe. Awe, Hey, if this has helped you, uh, please like, follow, share, subscribe. If you think it'll help someone else, share it with them. Until next week, God bless you. Thank you for joining us on According to John.